There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Hot, 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 right. hot, hot, hot. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. Oh, we got this email. Look at this. Where'd it go? It starts off. I like uh, when a subject line starts. Bastard. Whoa. Yeah. To Toledo? That's my favorite. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, oh, it's for him. Jeez, you're right. I didn't even think about it. I've been reading Toledo's mail. It started with bastard. Uh, it says, uh, I've been dating a girl for three months and I have not met her. I actually sent her money for her cat when it needed surgery. We have FaceTimed. I'm pretty sure she's real. But you son of a bitch, you've got me thinking. The only time we've had, quote, sex is over the phone. She says it can only be audio calls because the video makes her distracted. So we just dirty talk and pleasure ourselves. I keep trying to get her over here. I'll even pay, and she always says she can't get away. And I'm super emotional listening right now uh, at my house. I'm going to tell her this weekend uh, she has to come out or it's over. You may have just saved me. The only people I've told this about are the girls at work, and they think I'm in the middle of the most romantic thing ever. Dominic. It's not our Dominic, is it? I don't know. He is gone. Maybe he went to go find her. Oh, this is the time to do it. Well, if you are our Dominic, the rule I think you should have as a human being is if someone says they love you, they'll make time to get to you. If you're in a relationship with someone and they seem like, well, I can't I can't quite get away this weekend. Eh, you're not a priority or something's going on. The other thing I, I know you feel like, you know, you're obviously trying to put your best foot forward, but he sent money this early into it. Well. I mean, I've helped people with their with their vet surgeries, but I'm not going to fall in love with them the next day. Well, especially I've never met them. But again, he's the reason why he's doing it is to. Oh yeah, he's know. wooing her. Yeah, yeah, he's putting it. And out that's there. Uh, you know for someone right off the bat, two things: yeah. one, you're sending the money. Secondly, she doesn't have the money. Right. If someone wants that's to, that falls under your credit score. She's a thing. mess. Like, this is yeah. a disaster. Yeah, Dominic, you need to dump her. Besides that, when you meet her. And you see that uh, the reason why she can't FaceTime you and hold a camera and uh, pleasure herself is because the uh, uh, wheelchair is usually probably pretty much cumbersome throughout the entire masturbation experience. Just get out of this. 
That or the sausage fingers can't reach the buttons. <laughs> yeah, or she, she can't do anything. My hand's dominant. You FaceTime with her all that. If, if somebody wants to be with you, we'll find a way to be with you in 90 days. It's a 90-day money-back guarantee. But look, if you ordered shoes from Amazon and didn't see them in 90 days, you'd be pissed at Amazon. You're in a relationship with somebody and you haven't seen that. You haven't gotten her delay. You keep getting the note that says, sorry for the delay. You'd be pissed. You want something for free. She's not. Dump that. And why haven't you gone out there? Because deep down, you know. I can't believe people are as dumb. Deep down, you know it's not real. Deep, you would, if you're saying, I'll fly her out, why aren't you going out there? Because deep down, you know it's not going to be what you want, and it's going to be a mess, or it's going to be a catfish situation where she's living in the back of a tough shed in a nice house, and none of the, no, you've been lied to the whole time. You just get out of it before it gets worse. Oh, Dominic. How the office knows. <laughs> oh, Dominic. <laughs> and why aren't you telling your friends? The only people that know are my friends at work. You know. Deep down, you know. I haven't told my wife. I, yeah, my wife <laughs> is totally unaware of my secret, maybe made-up girlfriend. Or maybe you'll get lucky and your made-up girlfriend will die like Manti Teos did. But then she comes back to life. Be careful. A few weeks later, you're going to get a call from her. <laughs> Holds up the hostage newspaper date. Yeah, it's just... It's baffling to me that uh, people are that desperate for affection or companionship. And it must be that. That's just a desperation that I don't understand. Learn to love yourself a little bit. Be able to be alone. <laughs> crying out loud. The fact Easier that, said than done. Not really. The fact that Larry McFeely, <laughs> this is easy to avoid. Really, it is. Larry, well, Larry yeah. hasn't had a long-distance girlfriend that has destroyed his. The fact that hasn't happened puts you in a category that, uh, you know. Like, we don't know. No, that he's he told us He would have told me. By now, yeah. he just said something. Well, he wouldn't tell me because he'd know it. My eyes would just be like, Larry, end this immediately. No, he just does current nightmares. Yeah, I, right. I'm the, Niagara yeah. Falls, and <laughs> well, then push her off the falls. Go fly out to Buffalo, meet her, and if she's, you know, if it's not true, uh, she might have an accident in the falls. Canada side, though, because the laws are different. It's probably the size of a f- buffalo. He's a, a mount- Niagara Falls doesn't want her to fall in there because of the splash. Yeah, you you need a fr- everybody needs a friend like me that'll go. No, 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 no. What are we doing here? Well. She can't fly out. How long's this been? We met in May. Did you meet? Well, on the phone. Nope, you're done. This is over. You're done here. <laughs> I'm not a licensed psychotherapist, or uh, but I can tell you right now, you're the you're the dumbest mother <laughs> in my life, dude. You don't understand. Like we connected. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You connected because uh, AT and T and Verizon. They have all the great connections. You have those fake palm trees. That's why you've connected. Why don't you fly to her? Well, no, because deep down you know, and you don't want that revealed. You want your fantasy life to live on forever. There's nothing romantic about it. Sleepless in Seattle was a whole bunch of bullshit. The one for you is not a caller on the radio that you spark with. The one the Strippers are a better bet than your online <laughs> never-met-a relationship. They're more stable. At least they show up. As long as you don't run out of money, you're good. Oh, right. Same yeah. with the online ones, though. <laughs> I had to cut holes in books. Send her ten grand for. Why did you have to cut holes? Well, you know, she just said that, that would be easier. <laughs> Stop. Stop right now. <laughs> you. I I don't understand the, especially when now that people know about catfishing so much, just to make it with it. Like, what's your limit? Three days. 
I've been chatting with this girl online for three days. That's it. Yeah. Seventy-two hours. You better get. You better get some evidence and a plan together that you two are going to conjoin genitals. We've been masturbating together for the last ninety days. That sounds awful. What are you in jail? But she, I wouldn't hook up with a broad across the country anyway. I wouldn't hook up with a broad in surprise. Well, yeah, it's understandable. Well, I've been driving more than fifteen minutes. She's not the one. <laughs> Florence, 15, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, sure, because she can't get out. That's a perfect relationship. <laughs> Fifteen minute drive for a relationship is as far as you can go. That's it. If you have to, if if traffic makes it so you're like, I'm not coming over. You don't like her that much. Got to be within your little region. She's the one, though. I met her online. I can feel the connection. No, no, no. If you can feel the connection, you can actually feel her skin in your hands. Uh, you better get on that. Dominic, come on, man. So bad. And it usually does come down to like them saying the thing about uh, religion and stuff. The other thing about the documentary that was a little disturbing, they do point on this and tap on this, that trusting ESPN or any of the news services, or they jumped on this so fast without doing an ounce of research. Deadspin was in its infancy. There were eight employees. Four of them were interns, like dollar-an-hour interns. And the one guy was just looking – like, Manti Teo's girlfriend, sounds like that accident was pretty bad. And he looked and he said, the only place she shows up on Google is that she's Manti Teo's dying girlfriend. The only time you can Google search her and find something is when it's with Manti. Like, there's no, yeah. no existence there's of her outside of Manti Teo and the death story he told. It was, it's, again, I'm glad, though. So this morning... Through all this chatter about Manti and that garbage documentary, Dominic is saved. We've potentially saved a life. One out. This is a good thing. <laughs> Me looking down on you as a lesser person has made you realize you're an idiot. And that's what I and do. And it still here. might not work. Uh, maybe. But the fact that you took a second to say, wow, I'm an idiot. Thanks, John. Makes, my, makes it all worthwhile for me. The more people I make feel like that, the better I feel, you see. Oh, you're being stupid. This is the dumbest thing you can do. Yeah. We all need somebody in our lives that, that does that every once in a while. You know you're being the dumbest person. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times you don't even... You yeah. do realize everything that's happening to you right now don't is, is dumb, and you're allowing it. Okay, Bogan, you can quit laughing now. I had an imaginary girlfriend, and you had imaginary customers at Porkopolis. Sign Manti Teo. Yeah. Brady had Manti Teo girlfriend night every night at Porkopolis for a while. The best thing was they were light eaters but good tippers. You just had to wait for your tip, you know. It came through Venmo, which hadn't been quite They were getting porked. Oh, yeah. They were there. Brady was waiting. Someday she'll show up. <laughs> Manti's imaginary girlfriend used to love Porkopolis. <laughs> she got takeout from there every night. Yeah, you just got to be careful with that. I also saw a story which I really loved was uh, an 88-year-old man. Now, this the confusing part about this was uh, that it's a news story. So there's a guy who started a company. I want to work for him. I got some free time in the day. I want to work for him. All right. Uh, where people who are dying have kind of a last wish scenario. Uh, and he's a cleaner. So basically, this eighty the, the way the way this really got going. This eighty-eight year old man was on his deathbed, and he knew it. And it was not he's not going home, but he still had you know function and whatever. They just knew that this was this was it. He, he knew he was going to make it. 
So he's, he finds out about this service and he calls this guy who basically goes in and uh, mops up anything in your house you don't want your family to find. It's the So he's like, I got these uh, sex toys I need you to get rid of because when I go and my kids go through the house, I don't want them to find this. And he's like, okay, that's no big deal. I can do that. And he goes, it is sort of a big deal because it's a dungeon under the house of like hundreds and hundreds of things. So the cleaner goes to his house and goes down and he's like, it was remarkable. They, he had like antique sex toys like old style marble and like he was a collector and he, his family well, that's some family had no. no idea well sure but the family doesn't want maybe out of the package it is <laughs> i don't want gently used marble dildos a yeah, marble yeah, no no i don't want porous marble dildos <laughs> i don't think a bleach wipe's gonna get it all out of there you can't even put uh like a, a water glass on a marble countertop it leaves rings i can't imagine what's going on with that dildo because of the porous nature of marble you gotta seal it yeah, Carrera Marble's pretty. Uh, it's just a pain in the ass. You can seal it all you want. Carrera Marble's still <laughs> so porous that a that a Coke can will leave a ring, and then you got to get it. Scr- it's a pain in the ass. So speaking of a pain in the ass, Marble Dildo. <laughs> so he tells this guy, go clean it up, and he's shocked at how elaborate this dude's sex dungeon is, this 88-year-old man's sex dungeon. So he mops it all up, makes it like a sitting room, you know, puts it down there, and the kids didn't even know Dad had like a dungeon. And cleans it up. Now, the only problem I have with this is that the guy told the press about and the 80-year-old and the sex dungeon. And now maybe there's a family that's going, hey, wait, dad did have that room we found after he died. Yeah. He died at 88. This is the same city. But this dude's business is to have, like, uh, a connection with people. Like, if like if you're doing your uh, – like, I've gone through all my belongings and I still need to polish this off. I'm terrible about it. My will – the trust. Yeah. And you go through all your stuff and you're like, here's what I want here and that. You would have this guy in the trust contacted to say, I need him to get rid of this, 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 and this on a, uh, the event of my passing. So you're like calling the wolf from Pulp Fiction to yeah. show up? clean it up. Okay. Right. Except for it's not storage of a dead person. <laughs> not the way he dead put it. Yeah, storage, yeah, yeah, the dead person storage. <laughs> not the way the wolf said it. But it is the wolf. You call the wolf. Got to get rid of these dildos. <laughs> I work fast. It, it would be pretty amazing. So, I, you know, then it makes me wonder. Huh? What do you guys got? What do you want Kirby to not find if you die? There's got to be something. Um, you guys don't have a drawer of toys? Well, there's, there's a few, but it wouldn't bother me if she found them. It wouldn't? Would it bother you if you were alive and she found them? No. Really? If Kirby came out of your room holding a dildo, you'd be like, that's fine. I'd say, well, yeah, it'd be embarrassing, but that's what that is. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, I shove that in your mom. Put that back. Yeah. You that's, would not. That, you belongs would to, be, that belongs to your mom. You would be <laughs> miserable if so Kirby found. Holding, yeah. She comes out <laughs> holding King Dong in her hand. Yeah. You're what okay with it? Well, no, I'm not because we don't have a King Dong. You don't know that you have. Maybe you do. (laughs) That would be like, whoa, Brady. Maybe you do. Maybe the answer, maybe Ronnie's answer to that question is get rid of my King Dong. Not even Brady knows about that. So you're fine with Kirby finding your sex toys. You act like you'd be, you would be, you can't even talk about 69 without losing your mind with me. Kirby with the King Dong in the kitchen. Hey, old pirate, look at I found a baseball bat that's uh, lost all its elasticity. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's your mama's king dong. Pass the macaroni. Belongs to your mom. <laughs> Absolutely no big deal. You wouldn't want anything in your house swept away. King dong. Not yeah. real. I mean, uh, would I probably have yeah. that taken away? Yeah, if you had a king dong, would you yeah. be like, you got it? You got Johnny the Cleaner is coming yeah. to your house. You yeah. got anything you want in there? Do gone? me a favor. Remove the king dong. Yeah. You, Brett? Yeah, that's about it. I don't Nothing. have kids, yeah. so I don't. Yeah, I don't band. care about the kids. You know. Yeah, that's the thing for me. I don't. The kid yeah. thing doesn't like nobody. The only people going through my house will be like estate uh, planners and like people just you know and, some and company yeah. that, yeah. Cleans, that gets rid of about stuff. Um, you know relatives or um, Megan's relatives, Medea's relatives, you know, helping out. Yeah, they they would have to come to the house and mop up. Yeah, I don't. So think as I long as you don't care that about that, then would really uh, bother me because you know yeah. there's Kirby, other adults there's, finding it. Don't bother me. No. But if, like, Kirby had to go through the stuff. Like, if I had a kid, I'd think I'd be like, all right, get rid of the the Sibian sex horse. I have that. What about the butt? The fake butt's gone. Oh, it is? Yeah. That, oh, that's, okay. oh, no, my little butt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those would have to go, too. That's right. <laughs> you better get the wolf on the phone. I would have to get rid of little butt and little mouth. <laughs> or just put Michael and Troy <laughs> in your, right. uh, in your uh, will so you can... Yeah, you know what I'd have to do, Brett? You're right. There's a drawer in my guest room with little butt and little mouth wrapped in a washcloth. That The washcloth is not for not human consumption. Not only covering, it's been used. I just <laughs> I stuff it in the little mouth afterwards and mop out all the glop. <laughs> and then I wash out the glop. You know? Yeah, that's, that, yeah. That, you're right. Little butt, little See, mouth have to go. I would have that removed if I had yeah, something like that. Yeah, if you like had Kirby too, and but, little mouth was but, in your drawer. Yeah, you'd have a... You, so you got stuff. You just don't have a sexual appetite that is healthy. Your fish tank, so they don't tell any stories. And that's gone. They can never talk. Right. Yeah, that had to be removed because you were wrecking the carpet underneath it. So, yeah, I think that's it. Little butt, little mouth would be the only thing I've got. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... I don't think there's any, like, other... Like, outside of sexual stuff, I don't think there's anything in the house that I'd be... But then again, you know, what's funny think, is if like, you're asking your friends that... They're not going to – a lot of them won't admit to anything to begin with. Yeah, probably my dungeon. You have a right. dungeon? Yeah, well, they wouldn't admit to a sex dungeon. They're not going to admit to some of that stuff. I, but it's a good – it's a great company. Yeah. It's a really good company because a lot of people are weirdos. Like, you know, you have your uh, – The the uh, my baby crib that I have in the room. Right. The guy that's the uh, baby yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a fetish for little baby stuff or a whole closet full of baby clothes. He keep, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I've got, uh, I've got a, two boxes of uh, pictures of feet. I've got a bag somewhere. I'd have to find it, but I've got a bag somewhere that I just didn't throw away. Of uh, just porn? No, of uh, like uh, I think it's still there. Like it's old, like let, like love letters. I think like notes and stuff that I just kept from my first relationship, and it was just in a bag. And it's always made the move. I've never once. It's in the attic somewhere. I've never once gone back to it. I've never. I, I look in there. and I'm like, I gotta throw this out. It's just literally. It's like mementos have, from a relationship. I have that all the way back from um, high school. Yeah, this through. is like it's early, late high school, early. It, along with uh, pictures, you know, when you'd get them senior yeah, year, like the prom through. pictures, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. stuff. And like, yep. oh, I forgot about those. I, I'm, I got one. Uh, one I box. might want to scour the attic and look at those and see what was written. Because uh, I, you know, I don't. And want why my, do we hold on to it? Just to know. reflect, I guess. Every now, and then. I, I think if because it's like you're throwing away some of your life. Yeah, 
I think it's like it's a, one of those things that was important to make you who you are today. And I think you don't want to really admit that, but I think it's a, like a bag of things that makes you go, you know what? It's almost like this would this would be disrespectful to me, not her. I don't care about the girl, but it's disrespectful to me to toss away some of my something would that I meant so much at the if, time. Uh, Kirby found that box and started reading no, it through. Something. But if the no, love letters were all like kind of, I love the way. That you stroke my, you know, the, the, they're dirty letters or something. You don't want your daughter reading that. Like your letters to, uh, yeah, yeah, the box, the box. <laughs> the I'm, letters in to a way, vagina. I'm glad that got, that got thrown out as my five, my five, uh, subject mead notebook of love letters to the vagina. <laughs> what a weirdo. But I would keep that today as a reminder of never to be that guy again. And maybe that's kind of why I've got a couple of those things. It isn't even the letters, it's just, it's, uh, it's just I, – I, maybe it is. I'm just trying to analyze it in my head. Maybe it's just to throw that out would be disrespectful of something that did at one time mean something to you. I have old Little League shirts. It's like the uh, hanging on for a year of the Christmas cards that people still send out I, of the family photos. I burn them November I know. or uh, January 2. I love burning pictures of people's families <laughs> the day after the new year. Oh, it's the best. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some stuff in there that's kind of strange. Yeah, I don't think I've got anything, but I don't have a sex dungeon. But I do. There is the you know the little butt, the big mouth, the uh, yeah, probably the sex horse, Sibian. It's in a box somewhere. I haven't used it. It's cumbersome. Probably get rid of your phone. Make sure that <laughs> yeah, gets yeah, destroyed. Scrub my phone. Yes. Get rid of my on yes. my Oculus. A good yes. one. <laughs> go go through and just clear the history of my Oculus. I think cause... phone and iPad is uh, get, gets buried with me. Excellent. Those yes. are yeah. Check that off the box. Those are <laughs> that's excellent. Good good points. So when you your phone, your iPad, you got a little you got a little <laughs> butt that you use. Yes. Don't call it that. That's what it is. And a little <laughs> mouth too. Yeah. And the washcloth that goes around it. I'd wear gloves. Or um, put that in and. Pass it down to freak one family member out. I'm leaving you this. Ugh. My my <laughs> little my little butt. What's in it? Miracle Whip. What is that? Yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that. Go with that. Put it on Give your it to sandwich. To the most conservative person you know. You. <laughs> Give you my butt. I think you just asked for it in a weird way. But the clean. That's a good gig. The you know because grandpa and grandma. Might have some secrets, and they were definitely secretive people. You're, we're a little more open as a generation. The ones prior to, uh, you know, my grandma, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't want any of that stuff known. She doesn't want her kids going through finding her steely Dan. She didn't want any of that <laughs> stuff. I guarantee a grandma would have had a cleaner. I don't know if, in fact, my dad, well, he didn't have to go through her stuff, found anything weird. It's the Seinfeld when they went up and found uh, the the one dead guy left a box. Or no, they had the fire at the cabin and there was a box of love letters and found out that Susan's dad had a homosexual relationship with a guy named John Deavers. <laughs> I don't even want to go through that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Being like, no. Now, your mom, when she you didn't go through her drawers. No, uh, Medea did it for me. Did she? Yeah, she did she through. find anything? She didn't say. I didn't ask. Boy. That's what know. usually Boy. happens. Don't want to know. Don't, didn't Boy. ask. Yeah. Because she probably did. Who knows? Uh, I mean, what's going to happen when Dan goes? I mean, are you going to fly out there and go uh, through his stuff? Cut the check. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. I Yeah, I'm going to have to. had her yeah. Um, yeah. aunt help her, and most of the time, you know, was clearing out that stuff from her mom. And But Ronnie's mom had some history. She, yeah. Right? But 
Like maybe By the t- you time a lot of that stuff was gone, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure Ronnie wouldn't have been surprised if mom had some shockingly filthy no. dongs and stuff, right? Because she had, like, yeah. a crazy history. Yeah. Like, I'd be shocked. Like, what if my dad had, like, a... What like, if he found his butts? He had a king dong. And it's <laughs> oh, got, like, what if it was, like, like um, brown stains on pictures. it. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. What if you what find if out it, your dad's into that? See, I, that would have ruined it. the opposite? Everything that he was, you know, like, knock it off. I think he might be gay, or whatever. And you that's what I'm saying. He's yeah, got like a, a king dong that's covered in poo. Or Dad's just been pictures using. of him and other guys. Uh, it was a broke back situation. All these collection. hunting trips were my dad going out f- guys. I left you the chocolate LeBaron in the <laughs> garage. <laughs> what if? <laughs> that's his legacy. That's what lives on forever. All the crap he did. He's 75 as of last Monday. But if he croaked right now and I found a king dong covered in poop and pictures of him with his hunting buddies doing it. That's all I'd know him they for. They weren't hunting trips. No, that's all. It's broke back, Daddy. It's all. It's all I would know him for. And it would be the story I would tell. You guys aren't going to believe this. My dad, who's a wild cowboy homosexual, who had a king dong with a poo all over it. He used it on himself, evidently. <laughs> this is my father now. Not the guy I used to play catch with. Not the not the guy that yelled at me at service merchandise all the time. Stop touching stuff. I thought that was elk summer sausage. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That would be what you remember him for. That would make you, that is why a cleaner would go and protect your legacy. And, or, you know, if, or even weirder still, because it would make you feel like you don't know. Our old boss, Chuck Arteague, when he died, his son was on a crusade to find out who this man was. Because the things that he had discovered... And the things that he has done well, in right. his life. The things he discovered over the last year of saying, I need to know who you are, Dad. Where'd you? All your stories don't add up. And so he did some research and found out I never knew this guy. Uh, his wife, who is a wonderful lady, she said, I'm finding things after he passed. I don't know this man. I've never known who this is. Like she was finding a bunch of like papers and things. And like I, the stories that he's told me, I don't, uh, I don't know any of them are true. Wasn't he, we were talking Crazy. yesterday, more or less uh, an orphan. Yeah, and so his, just, his, his just parents. Me, like, do you know an orphan? He's pretty much. But his his orphan wasn't. Nobody gave him up. His parents died. But that story, uh, after he passed away, changed completely. That his parents didn't die. One of them lived for a while. He was in an orphanage for like a year. Uh, and that was There's it. Missing years like Jesus. And then yeah, there were. And then like he couldn't go back to the home, his original boyhood home. And he just couldn't, he wasn't ready to face it. And his son's like, why? He's like, just don't talk to me about it. There's so many secrets. And then as they went through a bunch of things, they found like this. He did go to prom with Elizabeth Taylor, which is still a great story. But he did? Yeah. Chuck, Chuck? Chuck went to, because his dad was a movie agent. And he's like, we've got this young starlet I want to put in it. And we're going to have you at the house. Uh, you An know, escort, be, basically. She's basically this beautiful starlet is going to prom with a regular joe they didn't know that his dad was the agent and right, so yeah, they could yeah. pr the hell out of this thing so chuck's at the staircase with elizabeth taylor and then when they got to the dance he left for conrad or she left for conrad hilton so, okay. so like so that was her that was her real date but they didn't want to make it look like you know every boy in the world didn't have a chance with her yeah right? so they did this cute little thing like elizabeth's just one of those girls she found the neighbor boy and they're going to prom this is her and really what she was doing was boning conrad hilton and he had pictures of this and stuff yeah. too? No. It was in the paper. Oh. Yeah. I went to, he'd hit you over the head with that info. I went to prom with uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I you didn't, didn't too, God damn it. 
and he'd start yelling at you about it. And sure enough, he sure did. And but then you have to decipher that one or throwing queers from piers. Yeah, and that was the other thing you used to like to do is go to what? Santa Monica Pier and throw homosexuals in the water from the pier. I don't know if they made it out. Like, you killed people? <laughs> anyway, like, I think you just said you killed people. It was a different time. They He's were homos. making that up. They were gay, you see. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. But at the time, no, it's never been good. You don't understand the way the world used to work. Is this it? Yeah. And I don't know if that's Chuck or not in that one. Okay. But she, there's other pictures of her with Conrad later. But she went to prom with, uh, with well, at least in the paper, it was presented as okay. she's going to prom with this boy. And I don't know if you can find it online. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor was Chuck's prom date. Wow. At least pseudo prom date. And he said immediately after, we got in the car, we drove to the thing, and she walked away and went right over to Conrad Hilton, and that was a real date. He was a pawn. He wasn't allowed to have a girl. Damn. that cool? Didn't even get to hit it after prom? No, and she'd have married him, too. She got married like <laughs> eight times. Oh. Right. If you couldn't score with Elizabeth Taylor, then you were doing something wrong. That lady did it with everybody. Yeah, the history, like, you, there's some stuff out there. People are thinking about it, but what about your Joel Osteen butt plug, John? I'm like, come on, you think that's a secret? I did that for on the radio for the radio. Yeah, the, and if, yeah, you find out Dad's dude ranch is just this big queer hump house. You find out they're swingers. There's a lot of things that people do kind of behind the scenes. They don't want anyone to know. That's why Dateline NBC is a thing. And no one in the family even realized he was running a sex dungeon. I'm like, wow. <laughs> find out when you die. Now, you're either running a really clean or really unbelievably boring life if the cleaner is not of use to you. And I think I might be running a really boring life. <laughs> I got uh, not a lot to uncover. Garbage. But yeah, that means right. it's a boring life. Yeah, it is. You only get you don't one. Have a dungeon. I don't have a sex dungeon. You don't think that's more interesting than having a sex dungeon? I think having a sex dungeon's a better life. It's just costly. It's weird. I don't know that I would use it. It might be like buyer's remorse after like 10 or 11 times with it. You're like, all right. It's like the, the Sibian sex worse. You think you're going to – no. It just goes in a box in the closet and stays there. It's too it's too hard. But if I had a sex dungeon, you go into the room. It's like having a, a man cave. Would I like a sex dungeon? Absolutely. Am I capable of keeping that quiet? No Don't you think way. if you the the family member and it's like, oh, this was his private sitting room. Right. You're going to have questions. Of course they are. But they're going to have more questions if they and, uh, go down there and they see the, uh, the cross. It looks like some things have been patched up in the... Uh... <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, but that's what the cleaner does. He goes and patches it up for a fee. And then you just go down there and you put in like a humidor and a chair. And it's like, oh, he used to like smoking cigars down here in this weird basement. <laughs> it smells a little funny in here, too. What is that? Is that a King Dong? Oh, the cleaner missed one. <laughs> Yeah, the baby clothes. There's a lot of people doing weird fetishy stuff. Or how about if, Toledo? Anything? Look, Alex, you don't want Alex. Think of this. Oh my God! If Bruce Jenner died before he made the swaparoo, somebody would have found that secret closet of of big underwear that he used to wear. Because he, he talked about it all the time. Like Kim Kardashian caught him trying on her panties once, and then she knew like ten years before the swaparoo, before anybody, that he's like, I kind of like dressing like this, and she kind of kept it for him. But had he passed away. His closet, his secret closet, had a, if you get out from under a couple of the things, had a couple of uh, giant uh, man panties, lacy panties that 
Bruce would wear. <laughs> and that's how we would have found out. Good stuff. I like it. I had to call my dad today and make sure he's not a flaming homosexual. Tell him to get rid of all I'd known a ranch. But here's the, you know. I'll, I'll like get him with, the number of the cleaner. Unless my uh, parents have storage, they've yeah. had to downsize twice. Right. That helped. Well, this guy ended up 88 years old yeah. and was still in the same house. And probably your parents have gotten rid of their sex dungeon. Yeah. Because your mom even said on the air that your dad hasn't had a heart on since Clinton's first term. Which was probably Jesus. one of the things he like liked. Like I said, he's downsized. <laughs> Not, yeah, he's downsized, all right. And your mom is loud about it. <laughs> Old ladies get mean about our dicks because Paula used to do that to Fred, my 90-year-old Fred. And I remember saying something about uh, we made a pee-pee joke. And Paula goes, well, he hasn't had a problem like that since the late 80s. Like a point of pride. I'm like, hold on a second. Wow. Did you just tell me at dinner that Fred hasn't had a hard-on since the late 80s? Well, it may be an exaggeration, but it's been a long time, hasn't it, hon? And he's just looking down like, God damn it. You just cut my nuts off you. again in front of this young guy. And I'm like, that's what I have to look forward to? Oh, yeah, it ends. It goes away. It's worthless. It's worthless. It- what do you think the odds are, though, that Torp has forgotten about the big Cuban stash somewhere? Oh, in, the, the in new – look, and that comes from Brady Manti Teow yeah, exactly. of having zero questions every time his dad told us. Every time I go back, sounds you, you got to know it. Yeah, there's, you're going to find some stuff. Jeez, dad was a communist. <laughs> it's going to be like all sorts. He, he killed people in Cuba. The outfits, everything. The, all those times. All gone. Yeah. The, the, no, it's not. The you had time to get <laughs> you home. He just forgot where it is. All those bridge parties that your parents had, you're going to find photos of piles of Bunny and Torp and the Rays, the next door neighbors, the guy that was naked in the window and comfortable with it. There's going to be all sorts of potential Bob sex Ray should have been in jail. Bob, and why wasn't he? Your mom protected him. And why did she protect him? Why didn't it? Yeah, because they were in man piles on Friday playing, quote, bridge. Making <laughs> they bridges. never played bridge with the Rays. Whatever they were playing with the Rays. There were no pants <laughs> Just involved. a neighbor. All right. Whatever, Chief. <laughs> I know for a fact I'm not friends with anybody who's jerking off in the upstairs window while my kids are having a volleyball party. Sure in about backyard. that? Positive about that. <laughs> you kids having a party out there? Hey, Mom. The next door neighbor's naked and beaten off to us playing volleyball in the yard. I'll have a chat with him. No, police. Immediately. <laughs> it wasn't the kids. It was the lady next door that he was... Pre- you said that it was at that your kids could have been it your was sister lady. had a party. It was in Kathy Vernon. Yeah, but it was she was right next door, both sides. Ooh, yeah, he was Kathy standing Burton. in the uh, window there. Yeah, hanging but brain. The other side of his house had another window, and then, said he did then it over he there. had an interaction right, with Brett, the just neighbors. It was multiple times, is yeah, what I'm saying. And Brady's defending Brett. it again. I, I, I got nothing. It wasn't. It wasn't Amy's party. Even though you that told us that they were a get-together in the back and the, somebody in your party noticed. The timeline was different because it was years later. Never knew about the earlier one until after the fact. Right, because the police that? should have been called the first time to avoid a later time of naked man beating off in the upstairs windows of all of his neighbors, as it turns out. Hey, what's going on over here to the east? Bob, knock it off. Right. No, Bob, you're going to jail. How do you defend that? I mean, I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> Go ahead, but don't expect a response. Bob Ray was a respected individual. Up until a point. Once his dick no, was he out. wasn't respected. Even no. <laughs> but it's respected enough not to go to jail. The reason why is because they didn't want the police in their beautiful little neighborhood to show up and pull away the upstairs beater. <laughs> and Bob forgot his towel. He's just walking by the... Sure, that's what was going Out of the shower. <laughs> All the wide the open afternoon. windows in the middle of the day. <laughs>
I got in the pool last night after a workout, and uh, I have fencing all around my house. And I took my pants off, and I leapt in the pool. Like just uh, nobody's seeing that. I don't want to be considered a pervert. It's my own backyard. Nobody. T- I got Michael and Troy across the way. I always, Ooh. I always assume that there's a there's a little glory peephole somewhere in the fencing that they can see. I, I hide. Bob Ray. Yeah, there's none of that. Bob had some stuff the cleaner would want to get hold of. I went through a guy's desk at work once and found uh, a whole bunch of weird stuff. Um, Black and white cutouts of New Times bikini ads. Loads of them. Lotion. Black and white cutouts of the bikini, like triangles bikini ads from the New Times. Remember that? Yeah. And then... uh, Somebody worked here? No. Or the other station? Other one. Lotion. And uh, there was a um, toothpaste and... He was camping out there, just tossing to black and white photos. A lot of, of office dates. Oh, that was weird. I mean, I shouldn't have been going through his desk, but I was, and I found some stuff. Weird stuff. Like, immediately you knew, this is a stash of naughty. John, I think you mistake the game Bridge for Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, that's right. Making Bridges and Towers. That's what it was called. Yeah, Bob Ray used to like uh, plates of glass. That's why he was so big on the windows, because when Bunny would sh- on him, he didn't want it on his skin. <laughs> That's how you do those those drops. Yeah, there's uh, there's tons of perversion. Our parents were perverts. Your parents were perverts. Oh, I'm sure. So you don't even want to know. That's why the That's just was. it. I don't want to know. So I'm like, That's right, why Medea went through the drawers. Yep. God knows what she found, but I'm going to ask right. her next time I see her. <laughs> I won't tell Brett, but tell me. How big was the King Dong? <laughs> you think Bob Crane wouldn't have liked a cleaner? Exactly. That kind of stuff. Bob, they found out about Bob Crane's weirdness because somebody bludgeoned him and left him with all the high-tech sex tape videos things. Turns out Bob Crane, Pictures. the legend of Bob Crane is not the great Hogan's Heroes show. It's that he was a sex pervert that filmed things and find out you got that dude's photos. fingers yeah. and butts. And You know who introduced him to it? Richard Dawson. Also of Hogan's Heroes. Getting him there. You got to get these great cameras, love. You're going to have a good time. These big video setups. And he towed him around. Scottsdale, he's got to play. He's got all of his stuff. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not reading that. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's Brady's mother, you son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but it is funny. It's horribly funny. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Think about it, everybody. Think about getting clean. Oh, man. Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. <laughs> They're happy to be involved. Yeah, yeah, I know, especially after that conversation. Yeah. I wonder over what they'd there. have cleaned. Yeah, I don't Josh know. Josh probably has a couple of things in that backyard. Josh has some weird mountain biking stuff. Oh, yeah. Look uh, what this thing does, John. Yeah, a bike seat that's shaped a little different. <laughs> Whoa. Or without a seat. <laughs> no, it'd just be an addition to without a seat. You know what I'm saying. So if you need a new seat for that e-bike, yeah. uh, they're, they're going to hook you up Gosh, get it over too. there at Action Ride Shop. It is e-bike month. Uh, 10% off all of the mountain e-bikes, $25 off of uh, rentals. And if you're just commuting around, don't want to hit the trails with John, all you got to do is get one of those commuter bikes, 15% off e-bikes, uh, the commuter e-bikes. Check them out, actionrideshop.com, and uh, check them out on Facebook and all socials. On the list, a bunch of stuff up here for uh, Manti. We got... Uh, Kill Switch Engage, My Curse, Genesis, Invisible Touch, uh, Terrible <laughs> Lie from Nine Inch Nails, 
Genesis uh, Invisible Touch for Teo. That's great. Uh, Trivium, Blind Leading the Blind. Hmm. And then we got other stuff. Uh, Manson, Corn, Clutch, Papa Roach, Terror, Attila, Girls Don't Lie. Nine Inch Nails is the one. Terrible Eyes Off. Yeah, right. We'll go with that. Terrible Eye. I dig that one a ton. Uh, there's a there's a email that somebody just sent me. It says, rumor has it Brittany Griner and Anthony Davis were engaged back in the day. Oh, my God. Ugh. And a nine-foot kid. And a nine-foot kid with a uh, huge penis and a gigantic eyebrow. It looked like Snuffleupagus. <laughs> and tons of weed. Oh, it would just stink. It would always be hurt. They would make. They would truly make Snuffleupagus. That giant rod, all that fur. Just got a ha- uh, got a text from Ronnie. My mom had what? <laughs> That's right. That's what she got. We don't know. You tell us. King Dong, we think. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby and I get into the car. The radio goes on. The first thing she hears is, "What if yeah. Kirby found your King Dong?" Yeah. Well, I'm like, "Don't listen." Yeah, I'll tell you this. And you're also not, how yeah. long now? Come on, she yeah. knows better than listen. Yeah. Beyond that, you, it's out of context. You're not our program director. Stop it. <laughs> We're wondering what what would there be to clean? You don't know. I did ask her, "Do you have one that I don't know?" Oh, my mom's got one, probably King Dong. Yeah. I don't know. Been single for a while. A long time. I don't know. Wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to find it, that's for sure. Yeah, let your sister clean that one up. Just think about it. Oh, yeah, my, yeah that's it. She, well, that's, yeah. If, <laughs> if Marcy goes and we find the kingdom, then you'd have to, like, what if a, it smelled and then that's the last memory you have of your mother is the kingdom? Okay. <laughs> You're not going to worry. Don't let Ronnie influence you right now. That's no, enough. Be a man. I'm Be a man. Continue the talk like you... a man. <laughs> what if it stunk? Like, noticeably, you open the drawer and you're like, oh, oh. That's why people That's say why someone mom. else go in there and... The cleaner. Yeah. Even if you you just don't want to stumble upon right. anything. You open the drawer and forever mama. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never be the same. I would never be the same. Yuck. <laughs> been vabbing for years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the cleaner is a good job and I want to work for that guy. I think that would be a fun gig. Just giggling. All oh, the stories. Oh, I'd be giggling all day. All day long. Giggling, giggling, giggling. I had to go to this one guy's house. Oh, he collected his own feces. <laughs> Why? Well, we don't so know. He's giddy. Got oh, he's up, so giddy. When the phone would ring. I would be. I, would be I in, need your help. Yeah. Yes. I'd be intolerably happy. <laughs> it would be intolerable happiness what coming out of me. It would be just unreal. You don't notice how happy John's gotten? Yeah, he's doing that job where he's cleaning up dead people houses. He's loving it. He's killing it. He's just crushing. Just a, a garage full of gently used dongs. That's all people want to hide. Dick pics and dongs. That's all we're worried about. And some of that Ugh. would take time. I mean, like if he's doing that room, yeah. I'm going to need at least a week. Look, secret relationships, all sorts of evidence of all sorts of things that people do. Humans have been humans for a long time. They're pretty predictably awful. And death reveals. Unexpected one. And not necessarily want people in your your little, you know, your your butt drawer. I got one. I got to get rid of that thing. Thanks for unearthing the repressed memory. Is it too early to start drinking this morning? My mom is a lesbian. Oh, no. WNBA kind. And I helped her and her partner move a few years ago. 
In their nightstand was a very old tube of KY jelly. Oh, that was rolled up oh, like when you try and get the last little piece oh, out of the toothpaste. toothpaste. Oh, oh. <laughs> what in the world kind of KY jelly comes in a roll-up tube? Jeez. That's preparation H. Yeah. I think you read it wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> preparation V. <laughs> See if you can squeeze a little more out. I'm dry like a desert. <laughs> Can barely, you're barely, just spit on it or something. No, I'll get the last little, I'm draining it. Bro, this one's tapped. Yeah, this one's about, <laughs> we've got a little left here. Ugh. All right, now I'm going to go clamming. All right. <laughs> go tell your son. <laughs> Tastes like old cherries. <laughs> and the drawer. It tastes like the Ikea wood. Yuck. Your mom is gross. That's another thing. If your mom asks you to like help you, I had to unpack my mom's whole house from a one of those pods when she moved. She was like, "Can you help me?" And I'm like, "Sure." And she goes, "I got it." She had to go out of town. The pod gets dropped off. She was leaving. They had missed it by a day. She was going. I'm like, "I'll help you." And I ended up unpacking everything. I didn't find any dongs or anything. I remember you said you moved one box. It just said box of cylinders. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't look in it. It just said uh, puss fill, and I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I thought it was facial creams. Pretty sure it's still. I'm pretty sure it was facial creams. Cindy Crawford's puss fill, <laughs> meaningful puss fill. They call it. Oh. I have it. I ordered it. It's an infomercial. It's good stuff. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.